salutations, peace, and blessings. You're listening to the Kneel Down Podcast. I am your host, the Kamish. This particular special episode is really dedicated to the NBA, but more importantly to one young man that I've been following since he's been in the league by way of Duke University. Kyrie Irving is a spectacle of himself. He is one of the best point guards in the NBA. And whether he is a person that is misunderstood or if he's a person that feels free enough to be able to speak his mind, he is placed in a position right now where he has to do what's better for himself than for the team, or so he eludes in the quote-unquote rant that he gave a few days ago on Instagram. And I'm sure there are many people that have followed Kyrie Irving a lot harder thoroughly than I have to say what it is that they like and dislike about Kyrie Irving's antics, whether it be off the court or perhaps even on the court. Everybody can be a critic when you're talking about a particular person. And in the case with Kyrie Irving, it's very easy to cast stones. And I believe in my heart that when we're talking about Kyrie, there are just so many things that we can pretty much put into one basket and say, well, this is what Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving's problem is. And so people want to besmirch, belittle who Kyrie is. They want to now show that he is not a competent person. They want to show that he is not an educated person or an intelligent person. And most of everybody's response or reaction stems loosely on the fact that this man is going to lose a great deal, a boatload of money. That money stems from the home games there in Brooklyn that he will be missing this season unless he decides to get vaccinated. Looking at the numbers, briefly, looking at the numbers within the state of New York, there are over three, excuse me, there are over 30 million doses distributed, meaning the vaccine, meaning the vaccinations, whatever vaccinations we're talking about, be Pfizer, Moderna, Moderna, excuse me, and the J&J, Vaccination, Johnson and Johnson vaccinations. Of those three, uh, of those three vaccinations, over 30 million of those doses are distributed within the state of New York. Over 26 million of those doses are administered to people that freely, willingly, in most cases, are vaccinated. Whether there's a mandate, whether there's some type of restriction, uh, stipulation that may exist in a lot of these business uh, regulations and rules, what have you, it is evident and it is eminent that if you work or live in the city or in the state of New York, if you're within the five boroughs, if you're within upstate New York, depending of where you are and who you're working for, you may have to be vaccinated. This is where we are now in 2021. 
And there are other states that are following suit. So it's not just the state of New York. It is to my understanding that the city of Los Angeles is doing the same thing. Now, I can't speak for the entire state of California, so I won't go that far just yet. It is to my understanding that allegedly the city of Atlanta is doing the same thing. And it's just a matter of time before other cities follow suit. Now, how fast will they decide to mandate the necessity of vaccinations solely is on the hands of the perhaps the politicians that exist within that city or within the state? And if they could come to an agreement that would be beneficial for the people and the citizens that live or tour perhaps within those cities within this wonderful country of ours. I am trying to make the argument for the sake of those that listen to this podcast. I'm trying to make the argument about Kyrie Irving's true reasoning behind his stand to not play for the Brooklyn Nets for half of the season. It is to my understanding, not that I've heard of this recently, but based on what I've read, that the city of New York, in this case, Brooklyn, New York, is not going to stand for Kyrie Irving to miss just half of the season. I have to believe that there will come a time where the Brooklyn Nets organization will have to stand up and ask Kyrie Irving, what exactly do you plan to do for this season? This is step one of probably several steps to see that whatever Kyrie decides to do is beneficial to him and his family. However, this is a situation where the Brooklyn Nets also understand they're not going to pay for a person just to play for half of the season. So depending on what that organization decides to do, it's very possible that they can either force Kyrie Irving's hand into getting the vaccination or they can try to trade him away, of which he said some time ago, paraphrasing, that he would rather retire than go somewhere other than the Brooklyn Nets. And so I pick up from there and I was I want to address this to all those that are uh, been following this uh, fiasco for the time that it's been in existence. And I want to just address something to you guys out there that are listening to this and, and really care about Kyrie Irving and where he stands. Don't fall for it. The commission's telling you right now, don't fall for the antics of Mr. Kyrie Irving and what he wants you to believe. He said a lot about how he's anti-vax. He, he He's all about, you know, doing what's right for the team. He's still there for the team. He's concerned in some degree to some degree about his money. There's a lot of things that Kyrie said within perhaps a half hour of him being online, being on Instagram, that makes the point that he is going to stand his grounds for what he believes is right. And this is where we are in this day and age where if we have vaccinations in place to make ourselves uh, more resistant against the virus, that now we have we have things placed in order. We have 
we have our vaccinations lined up. We have locations that are willingly able and will distribute these vaccinations to a number of people that want to be vaccinated. So it's, it's not like it's really somebody coming out the pocket to really have to pay for the vaccination outside of what the insurance company does or, or within the state itself. What's the most important thing here is that the majority of people that are of age are vaccinated. And it is crystal clear how important it is that in the NBA, along with other professional venues, that you are vaccinated to stop the spread of COVID, be it within the team, be it within other organizations throughout the country. As long as you're traveling, you could be a person carrying that virus. And if you decide not to get vaccinated, this is where we are. You put so many people at risk. And everybody by now knows what is to come. People know what the consequences are. Nobody is oblivious to this, including Kyrie Irving. But I want to make the argument this evening that this is something that goes beyond any vaccination or any mandate that exists within the Brooklyn Nets organization or within the city of Brooklyn there in New York City. Kyrie Irving holds a grudge with an iron fist. And perhaps this grudge is what's needed to make his point even more validated that he doesn't want to play for the organization anymore. He can't come out and say, I don't like the Nets anymore for how they manage my time and my money. He can't say that I don't like the Brooklyn Nets organization anymore for what they did for getting James Harden on this team when I was supposed to be the man. He wants to take the low road. Or perhaps in this case, I should say, he wants to take the high road. The low road would be to do what's right. The low road would be to go get vaccinated and be ready for your team the start of the season, which is coming up in a few days. But it's so easy to say, well, I don't want to do this because I don't believe I need to be vaccinated. That causes this controversy that won't go away until either he signs with another team or he gets vaccinated or if he retires. Will Kyrie Irving retire? No. Kyrie Irving is at a point where he cannot bite the hand completely that feeds him. As much as he's biting it right now by saying, I'm not going to play at home, he still understands that he can't miss out on the $33 million he's supposed to be getting this season. And as much as he may say it has nothing to do with money and it has a lot to do with other people that don't have voices, he's not a fool. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Kyrie Irving's no fool. He may sound like a fool. He may have his mannerisms in such a way where he looks like a fool. But Kyrie ain't stupid. Kyrie understands that if he retires today or tomorrow, that money's not coming to him. Outside of what he's guaranteed for 2021, 2022. Kyrie can't pass up on all that money. It's hard for any athlete, any professional athlete, to be in a position where if you get this money, that you could just say, I'm done, and not have to worry about that anymore. Not have to worry about that money coming in anymore. It's hard to do because we all understand we need it. 
just like the Brooklyn Nets need Kyrie Irving. Maybe not in the worst way. And see, this is the problem because the narrative is now shifted. For where Kyrie Irving was a few years ago, when Kevin Durant was on board, and when Kyrie Kyrie Irving decided to, to, to work things out between the two of them and create their own squad, somewhere along the lines, Kyrie started to hear more of the tabloids about he is still the second fiddle on the team. The problem with Kyrie is ego. The problem with Kyrie stands more so with the fact that he is not the dominating force just like his counterparts when he was in Cleveland or where he is now in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant. They add another superstar on board with James Harden and now he becomes the third fiddle on that team amongst a lot of other talented players, mind you. It's just a fact for the big three When you look at the big three, who's the first person that we eye on first? Who's the first person that we zero in on first before we get to Kyrie? That's the problem. That's the problem with Kyrie today. It's the fact that Kyrie can't be his own man. That Kyrie cannot be the man that's in charge of the organization. He wants people to respect him the way we would respect a Kevin Durant and a LeBron James. And dare I say a Giannis Antetokounmpo at this point. Heck, we were talking about Chris Paul and the respect he was getting with that Phoenix Suns team. And he didn't even win the chip. And outside of the fact that that team came close to winning a championship, it's the fact that Chris Paul did not have to twist and turn people's minds to a, to a degree, to a point where they had to think that Chris Paul could not be the man on any particular team, that he can't be the number one ace to run that organization. Kyrie has a problem with his own ego. Kyrie has a problem with his own mind. He went to Boston after leaving Cleveland to create his own team. Dare I even say his own legacy. And that fell by the wayside when he got hurt. And perhaps the team didn't see him in the same light because he had spent a third of that season on IR. Boston goes to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. So they realized at that point in time, we really don't need you. You are not the superstar that we need. We were fine by ourselves. Kyrie takes it personal, decides he wants to, uh, you know, he won't cry. But I mean, he, he decided upon himself to fuss. He decided upon himself to leave, maybe force a trade, a quit on the team. And even though there's still love and respect as a player and as an athlete, as a friend, He is not the team player that he should be on such an organization like Boston or like Brooklyn. He probably could have been that team player with LeBron James if LeBron James was not the superstar that he is today. He is a, I mean, without really being more um, obvious or redundant, LeBron James is one of the best players to ever play in the NBA. But Kyrie isn't. Kevin Durant is one of the best players to play in the NBA, but not Kyrie. It burns him. It it, it really vexes him to know that he's looking at all these guys that have been proclaimed to be the best, not by themselves, but perhaps by media or people right there within the organization. 
and not add Kyrie Irving's name to the mix. Was Kyrie the one responsible for that win in Cleveland? Was he responsible for getting that chip in Cleveland? LeBron would probably think, yeah, because LeBron would have no reason to say different. He was on the team. He helped that team win against Golden State that year. I believe they went seven and they got their chip. It was one of the most unbelievable outcomes you would have known or seen from that from that series. I believe it was in 2016. But it's the point that he did win a championship with the help of LeBron James. Never mind everybody else was on that team. It was the fact that when you think about the Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers, when you think about that team, the first person that comes to mind, the first athlete that comes to mind, the one person that you knew was dedicated to that team was LeBron James. Kyrie, dare I say, was just another pawn to the outcome of that championship run. And so here we are some time later and it's the same thing all over again. Can we prove the fact that Kyrie Irving is burned, that he's scorned, that he's jaded by these organizations that don't want to give him his props, that don't want to uh, recognize the fact that he is an outstanding talented point guard? Because if you ask me, even for Steph Curry, as phenomenal a player he is with the Golden State Warriors, he still needed Klay Thompson. He still needed uh, Andre Iguodala, who won finals MVP the first time they won a championship. At some point, he still needed Kevin Durant to help win two of those other championships against Cleveland. So say what you want about Steph Curry. Perhaps one of the best point guards in the league, he still needed assistance to help win in that series, with that organization. And do we hear a peep coming out of his mouth about anything? Money? Uh, notoriety? His contract? His location? Nothing. So what I'm saying is this. For Mr. Kyrie Irving to miss half the season because he doesn't want to get vaccinated, fine. If you're going to stand your ground and say you don't know much about this vaccination thing, you got to figure it out on your own, fine. Perhaps you do. Perhaps there's more to this than what you want or need to know. But keep in mind this, Mr. Irvin. The NBA is a team sport franchise. The NFL is a team sport franchise. One man could make a difference on a team that's trying to win a championship, but you can't be that one person to ruin or destroy whatever opportunities they have to win the chip. So says the commission. I have a great deal of respect for Kyrie Irving. I really do. And, I ha and I've said this so many times on my podcast. I'm sure you guys are probably at nauseum at this point when I tell you that I have the utmost respect for athletes. I understand to a degree what these athletes have to do and need to do for the sake of themselves, their families, and for the money that they rake in season after season. And given the fact that Kyrie Irving is coming into this season at practically 100% health-wise, it just seems like it makes all the sense in the world that he should be willing to get the vaccination so that he's ready 
to go out there and perhaps win a championship. Kevin Durant did it. James Harden did it. Coach Steve Nash did it. Nobody's exempt from going out there and getting the vaccination because it's what's necessary right there in the city of New York. And it's what's necessary if you're going to play basketball in the NBA. And I got to believe it's the same thing for football. And like other, all the other sports. You saw what happened with the Yankees earlier on in the season when they decided to only get half the team vaccinated. The other half of the team couldn't even play. They were quarantined for a good portion of the season because not everybody was vaccinated. This is how important the vaccination is when you're talking about professional sports. It goes beyond moral. It's the fact that it has to be done for the sake of everyone else within the organization. And it really doesn't make a difference if we're talking about sports. Because this is a mandate within the state of New York. So as long as you have some form of business there in that state, within the five boroughs, it is imperative that you go out there and get vaccinated. If you want to get paid, if you want to keep your job, it's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we are in 2021. You can say what you want. Oh, well, I don't ever get sick. I've done enough to not get sick. Please, everybody, everybody is liable to get sick of COVID. Even in your best day, as best shape as you can be in, you can run marathons and drink tomato juice all you want. You can still get COVID. The question really becomes, what are you prepared to do? in these situations if you're talking about your job your livelihood is on the line and this goes on this 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 is going beyond the uh, basketball circuit football circuit i'm just talking about people in general people within their own communities that are trying to just work and survive and maintain their income because that's what it's really all about whether it be new york california texas somewhere up north in michigan Buffalo, New York, shout out to Buffalo. It doesn't really make a difference. It's just the fact that we have to understand the importance of being vaccinated. It's what I say at the end of all my shows, and I'm going to say it again in a few minutes. I want to thank all those that have been listening to this show to this point. NBA season is, is in full swing. We're now going to get ready for an 82-game season. But you're going to see some great basketball. I will do my best to touch on a lot of those games throughout the season. I will do my best. <laughs> I, 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 I can't sit here and say that I'm going to touch on every game. But for the games that matter, for the people that are involved, I would be. I will make sure that on this podcast that you guys will get a chance to hear more about it from the commission. Because this is the Kneel Down Podcast. I want to end this by saying peace and love to all those out there. Stay safe. Get vaccinated. You too, Kyrie. And I'm out. Mm-hmm.